This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Righto, kick it in the guts, Trev. You're listening to Radio Hawke's Bay on 104.7 FM, 1431 AM, streaming across the globe at www.radiohawksbay.org.nz. This is a program called Made in New Zealand, where we talk to Kiwi musicians about their music. And today it's my pleasure to have in the studio uh, the three members of a progressive rock band called Grey's Road. Those members are James, Carl and Richard. Hey, gang boys. Very well. Quite well, yeah, thank you. Good. Great to have you with us now. An instrumental rock band is the first for me, but before we talk about Grey's Road, which is the band, I want you uh, to take us on a journey, uh, your journey into music. James, let's start with you. Tell us where it all started for you. Um, I didn't really come from a particularly musical family, um, to be honest. I, I just, for whatever reason, really enjoyed the drums, and so I got into it when I was at school, so probably 20-odd years now. Uh, but most of the time, to be honest, I've been playing you know, just, just, just by myself. Uh, so I think probably my, my style of playing probably reflects that. Um, yeah, and only really started joining bands in about 2018, 2017. Mm-hmm. So it's relatively sort of uh, new for me. But um, there was no, no particular moment that meant I had to get into music. It was just something that I enjoyed doing. Um, yeah, it's just a, a good fun. Interesting that you say uh, you don't come from a, a musical family because, you know, I, I mean, I'm useless to that sort of stuff, but I think you have to have some sort of natural talent, don't you? I don't think so. <laughs> you don't? No, I'm a strong, strong believer in not. I think it's uh, really perseverance, uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps, yeah. I think, I think it's just perseverance, really. <laughs> yeah. Why the drums? Um, I think they're cool, big yeah, you know, big, big sound, you know, Aussie. big loud, loud and rockious. Um, I think really that they're actually they're quite easy to be bad at uh, as well, <laughs> um, and you, you can sort of get by at school. Uh, when I think with um, the guitar, you, you have to get to a certain level before you can sort of do anything. Um, so I had a few friends at school who were playing guitar, and uh, I thought, well, you know, I, I, doing bands, I thought it was pretty cool. So I, would, you know, dr- drums was a pretty easy one to do the minimum at, and so, yeah. so, so I did it. So it's uh, easy to be bad at, but unfortunately quite hard to be good at. Were you inspired along the way by anyone in particular? Did you think, oh, Phil Collins? I mean, I'm old, yeah. I'm, I'm obviously yeah. putting an old guy out of the hat there, but did Phil's someone inspire good. you? I like, his, I like his Tom work. But um, I, I'm a big Danny Carey fan, I have to say, from, from the band uh, Tool. Um, I, I'm obsessed with it. I, I think a lot of um, drums in my generation particularly um, tend to focus on, on speed, uh, it's almost a, a stamina athletic thing, which is cool. There are some amazing sort of um, drummers out there um, with that as their focus. Yeah. Uh, but I, I tend to much prefer finding uh, unusual ways, so uh, unusual time signatures and unusual ways of putting beats to the music. Um, I, I think as a yeah, go down the rabbit hole. Really, yeah. it's, it's, it's quite interesting. And is it true that the drummer leads the band? Absolutely. Yes, I thought that. Just by looking at you, I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Carl? Take us on your journey. Um, Again, it's sort of uh, along the same lines as James, not really a musical family. Um, You know, my mother listened to a lot of Bee Gees and Mm. stuff that I was really really Um, Funny story, I absolutely hated music in school. I could not stand it at the intermediate. In primary school, I had no interest in learning the recorder or the (laughs) (laughs) Zyphone. it wasn't until sort of year 16, 17 when uh, I was introduced to bands like Kiss and ACDC and Guns yep. N' Roses. 
where I saw Gene Simmons standing up on the on the stage in all of his uh, presents. I thought that uh, that seems like a good idea. I think I might have a go at this. And once again, who inspired you? I mean, uh, what made you pick up the guitar? Um, yeah, it was sort of uh, seeing these guys, you know, playing in front of thousands of people and, and being. Adored. Adored or being cool. <laughs> yes. I uh, don't really have any interest in that. But yeah. um, being able to create something like that, that um, you know, gives people feelings, that's, that's quite quite cool. Yeah. Um, particularly, I like Guns N' Roses. Uh, Duff McKagan, great bass player. Um, yeah. yeah. And Richard, the third member of Grey's Road, where did your inspiration and in, uh, your journey into music, where did that start? Uh, I was actually talking about this uh, a couple of days ago. My, my journey with music started, we, we had a piano in the house, um, an old piano that, that barely worked, but most of the, the keys made some noises, so we'd have a sort of dabble on that and play around. We didn't really know what we were doing um, as kids. Um, and then one day, I remember the first time I picked up a guitar, I was sitting, sitting in the attic and sort of discovered this guitar and was probably six years old, took it down, and I didn't know how to play or, or what, what people would usually do on, on this on this thing. So I sort of just started playing with the tuners and making weird noises. Eventually I broke a string and got a huge fright. So that was sort of my introduction to musical instruments. Um, eventually I, in high school I, I did do some guitar lessons. Um, I never officially studied music until recently. Um, yeah, so a few guitar lessons at school... Uh, eventually I sort of got interested in other things as a teenager and, and mm-hmm. started to sort of um, shirk off into other things. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, sort of just self-taught from there and then had some lessons privately as well for, for sort of six, six months. Mm-hmm. But I sort of... I do like to learn what I've learned and run with it. So I, I tend to view whatever I'm doing as, as, as sort of an experiment where... Instead of uh, going and looking up all the check codes first and, mm. and then going into do I, I try and sort of jump in and go, okay, what what can we get out of, you know, what sounds can I get out of this bucket with or with water in it, yeah. without water in it? You know what I mean? Just just experimenting with sound, really. Um, it's a funny one, but I, get, I guess inspiration for my, I guess, keen interest in sound is... Uh, the Police Academy movies, in a way. There's, there's, a, there's the guy, he, he does all the sounds yes. with his mouth. He does, he, he's very, very entertaining. Um, I think he's in most of the films. I don't know the actor's name. Um, but he, he inspired me just, just to be interested in sound and try, mm. try and replicate things with, with my mouth or body or whatever. Um, <laughs> you know how, how we do that. <laughs> as, especially, there. <laughs> especially as kids, yeah. yeah. Um, you can imagine, but... Um, yeah, just uh, I play the drums for a bit, um, but my main instrument would be the guitar. Okay, so three guys, you guys, you, how do you get together? I mean, what, what made you decide, hey, let's let's get together and form Grey's Road? What was that all about? How did that happen? I think it was it was really it was, it was a mutual friend from one of your old bands. Yeah, you and I sort of met. This is um, literally a couple of weeks before the first COVID lockdown, really. Somewhere around there, And yeah. um, we had a bit of a tutu and got along, and then, <clears throat> of course, it all got locked up into our houses, and so we just focused on what, what we had sort of written during those sort of first short weeks. Um, and then I had <clears throat> previously met Carl um, a couple of weeks before that, because I was I just moved um, to Hawke's Bay, or back to Hawke's Bay, and uh, was, you know, 
playing with lots of musicians and um, you know meeting meeting lots and I like Carl and he's he's a good a good bassist and so we got you along shortly after the first lockdown mm. really yep. and then um, yeah sort of um, I, I think all got along well which I think is the the, the most important thing really it's like a, um, almost like a marriage yeah it really you know, is. not like a, ma- a marriage yeah. like a marriage but not a marriage yeah yeah, sure. yeah we, we we don't agree on everything no. but uh, no. when when it's important we we get it together yeah. 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 Just, I mean, why progressive rock? I mean, first of all, define what is progressive rock for some initiated person who's sitting at home who likes uh, a bit of folk or country music. What is progressive rock? What is it? It's a bloody good question, actually. I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, it's quite broad, and I think that's why we're getting so many of these sub-genres and things, mm. which are turning... Uh, it's, um, it's getting almost ridiculous now. I suppose it, it's, um, say, alternative... Uh, to define... Well, progressive rock, I suppose it would be. Um, I mean, funny time or unusual or, or more of a sort of story than your, you know, rock music. You, you very much it, it's impact and it's catchy and um, it's sort of it, it's catchy from the beginning, you know, to to the end. I'd say progressive, the genre in general is probably more of a story. Yeah, I'd say we're not uh, we're not stuck to the same four four. Drum beat, bass line, music, yeah. repetitive stuff. It's more diverse. we start off in one diverse place or one um, start of a story, and then travel through up and down, and yeah. you know that's progressive. It's not a repetitive no song. That's probably hard to find. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. The music progresses. I suppose it's a genre that allows the music to to sort of grow as you're making it, rather than being as Cassie's sort of stuck to this. Four four whatever it is, we there's an element of experiment with it, whereas it progresses potentially outside of what has been heard before. Yeah. Now, an unusual thing we had a chat before we came to where that, that you're an instrumental band, and I wonder whether is that uh, is that on purpose or this the singer took off. <laughs> Bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think we um, we we. For the first eighteen months of us playing, we we were um, instrumental. I mean, it, it's taken us, um, you know, almost a, a month, a minute to, to, to write the music. So mm. we, we didn't actually have that much in that sort of eighteen months, that first eighteen months. Um, but we, we we never had a singer at the time because we had nothing to show a singer. Yes. You, know, you can't just say, no. um, mm. "Come, yeah, have nothing for." Yeah, yeah. So um, so we, we wrote it sort of um, instrumentally, and then we we, we had. Uh, we, ha- we did have a singer on board for a while, but we changed the music to adapt to to, to the singer. Um, so so it was always instrumental, and we changed it, uh, you know, uh, to have a singer. Mm. We sort of had to, um, and then really we'd already locked in. We were already used to a certain writing process, you know, for after doing it for eighteen months. And I suppose we we had stuck to that and and sort of continued doing it the same. So it, it, it has well, the writing process itself. We we've. We've had to. You've got to keep the audience engaged. Yes. And so, especially with a with an instrumental band, mm. you can't just get away with having, you know, hugely long repetitive verses because you just lose everyone's engagement. So, so we've always, you know, forever, you know, changing it to keep keep people engaged. But that was actually a problem when having a singer is because it was so hard to sing over because it was ever changing. There was no nowhere for them to put their melody. Who does the writing? Um, do you all share the writing? As yeah. far as musical composition, yes. yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, we all just 
kind of play and put our bits together and then we go away and think okay how does this puzzle actually fit yeah how do these pieces fit together do they um and that's sort of how, how it comes together yeah I mean, when I think of instrumental bands, because, you know, Cal, I'm going to be 70 next year, I immediately think about the Shadows. Have you heard of the Shadows? Oh, my God. Oh, I haven't. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, the Shadows are very big time in the 1960s and sort of like two and a half minutes, three minutes songs, you know, and yeah. you're toe-tapping that sort of stuff. Is that, is that what's going to happen with your guys? Is your guys' music, is it toe-tapping or is it sort of, could I say the word jazz, that it's sort of like a turn into a jam and you can just keep going and going or are they defined songs that they start and they end I would say there's, there's definition there for yeah. sure definition would be would be uh, an aspect of our music um, no two minute songs though the, our, our, no. our songs are sort of six minutes minimum perhaps yeah I'll say six to five, nine five, five yeah. six minutes they're fairly some fairly lengthy tracks um, I think we do have one that's sort of a a break which is about three and a half four mm. minutes yeah. and that's this that's that's it like that's your, but they're very yeah. very structured so that they're, they're definitely not uh sort of jammy they're not sort of um where you can go on and i think the way or obviously particularly me and, and richard as well um we, 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 things have to be extremely repeatable if it's if it's not if it's not beat for beat you know it has to be it's a big grid, essentially, yeah. uh, and we don't really move away from that. No. Um, the, the, uh, we, we will, as we, we've played live more, but, but it, we will have intentional sections of the song that we've, we've lengthened, out, it lengthened out. It won't be so much a free jam. Um, but I think that's really because of the complexity of the yes. music and we almost can't get away with improving. No. Uh, because it, it's, um, Is it easier to write this sort of music? No. 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 A month, a minute of material, mm. like properly, properly done, pretty much. Well, I think the mentality has been we haven't gone out and make it made it complicated for the sake of making it complicated. Mm. Um, we 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 like music. Uh, we're, we we're we're not. Yeah, it, we're not going to let um, we're not going to get uh, let the music being complicated get in the way of us writing it. So mm-hmm. if we get to a, a tough bit. Instead of finding an easy route, we will essentially just take. We're not in any rush to yeah. to get live. We, we never sort of rushed getting on stage or anything. We've yeah. really taken our time. We'll yeah. dissect the piece, yeah, and yeah. run over and over and over it until yeah. we've flattened it out enough that yeah, it's would, usable. Would rather make it as as good as it can be, um, rather than just sort of. There's plenty of shortcuts that you can take in music, sure. and not to say that that's necessarily a bad thing, but I think. For, for the sound and the vibe we're, we're trying to sort of carry and, and, and bring across is, um, yeah, I, I, we'd rather work on it and make it as good as, as we yeah. think it can be and hopefully other people think it's good too. If we want to just headbang musical or, or, as you say, stuff that you can just nod, nod your head to, I mean, we probably could have got five or six songs in yes. six months and just made them catchy and quick and easy and, and, and they'd be very playable on the radio and we probably would have gotten on stage a couple of years sooner. Yeah. But 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 we're sort of in it for the love, really, to because we like the music and like creating sure. it. So. Mm. Now, obviously, you are unique as a band. But if you had to put your music in a box, who could I compare it to? Could I compare it to someone that I might know? I mean, does it compare with say a rock band <laughs> I mean, like, it's, it's like Pink risky Floyd business. Or? But um, I, I guess yeah. People have said that uh, there's Pink Floyd aspects. Um, 
but I wouldn't, you know, I certainly wouldn't say that's the only thing. It's um, how would uh, how would we put that in the box? It's got to be hard for any band. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's why there's so many subgenres. Yes, of course. Okay. I take a lot of influence from Tool in, mm. in, the, in the drums. Um, there's a lot of sort of Deftonesy sounds. We've, we've had people say that as well, and we like Deftones. That there's aspects of that mm-hmm. but Pink Floyd as well that came from someone in the audience and that's not um, I love Pink Floyd but it's a huge compliment isn't it but we haven't sort of we've never really intentionally said that but that's come from sort of people in the yeah. audience but um, yeah so here you are three guys probably I don't know late 20s 30s uh, who is Thank the music you. late 30s <laughs> <laughs> I'm <in> charge <laughs> see we, you smile on the radio everyone knows yeah. um, Who's the music going to appeal to? Is it going to appeal to your generation, or is an old fellow like me going to come and say, "Well, yeah, I can get into that"? I think it's made for everybody, mm. as long as you're, you know, I guess your ears are open and you've, yeah. you, yeah, you know, we're not exactly just defining our music to oh, let's target mm. a, a generation or sixteen to eighteen year olds, yeah. or you know, we're not Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could be the guy that's easy top though. <laughs> so. I come along to your concert, which is going to be uh, at Paisley Stage. It's, it's this week, isn't it? Yes. This, yep. What day? On, on Friday the 17th. Yeah. 8 o'clock, the door's open. Paisley, okay, so, Paisley Stage. Yep. Bowl up. And how long is the set going to be? About 50 minutes. Our set will be 50 minutes. Uh, there's yeah, two other bands and a, and mm-hmm. a sort of a, a host. Um, so, yeah, music till probably at least 11.30, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got... Um, Sidewinder, um, who we were supposed to do a gig with back in November. Uh, they're quite an established um, band from Wellington. Um, and unfortunately, uh, for whatever reason, they, they, they couldn't make it to the gig in November, and we thought it'd be nice to invite them back up. So they're going to do both the shows. So it's um, Paisley Stage uh, on the Friday the 17th, and uh, Common Room on Saturday the 18th. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're coming up. Uh, and then we've um, actually at Gunt on board, who are... Uh, um, and they are a, I'll say, a Hawksbay staple metal band, yes. uh, really. So we're absolutely... They've been around a long time. Yeah, I know of them, yeah. No, so we're um, very yeah. pleased to have them on board as well. So um should be good. We've, we've gone overboard with the sound of Common Room. We've got um, Mark from Mako Sounds bringing his over-the-top sound system in. Um, Probably is, Marco, isn't it? Is it Marco? Probably, because of his name. I thought, oh, maybe. I'd say Mako, like the shark, yeah. but... I thought it was a Marco shark. Is it? Yeah. Anyway, that's not the Maybe. point. So. <laughs> that's not argue about the shark. <laughs> now, we, we, we laughingly uh, suggested, uh, I think it was you, Carl, when I said, you know, do you want to be adored? And uh, you laughed. <laughs> but I wonder, you must have a dream that where, this, where this music is going to take you. What is your dream? Well, for me personally, I, I'd, I'd like to, uh, first of all, create something that is that wasn't there before, mm-hmm. first of all, which is, I, I guess sort of what creation is um, and share it with as many people as possible yeah. and and hopefully um, hopefully bring a bring a bit, bit of light to people's lives uh, from just sharing you know I guess what's in my heart what's in my soul if you like yeah um, that's sort of where it comes from for me but do you want to make music your day job so to speak that would be is amazing if I could it doesn't, if, if I go to work at nine and come and do music uh, five days a week that'd be just fine with me. but yeah. I think really from the start it was never an intention we, 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 we purely did it because we, we we enjoy doing it and even getting live was was never 
you know, performing live, we were never rushing to that as a target. Mm. So we're really doing it for, you know, just because we enjoy doing it. We thought, well, you know, let, let's see how cool we can make this music. Yeah. And um, it turned out we made it pretty cool, uh, we think. Uh, but so do quite a few other people, which is nice. And, and so that's why we've taken the break to get things really tight and, and then get this tour underway and kick things off. But again, to sort of answer your question, where, where do we see things going? Or where would you like them to go? We're not really thirsty to see it go anyway, mm. uh, anywhere, but we're certainly not going to stifle it. No. So we'll 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 give it everything we can, yeah. and we'll, we'll do these gigs and things. And if it goes, awesome. But um, otherwise, it's we're just sort of enjoying the ride. I yeah. Suppose. Yeah. Well, can I, you make it in New Zealand, or do you have to? I mean, yeah, I know what, the internet's opened like, the yeah. world of mm. music to the world from your mm. bedroom in Hawke's Bay if you want to. Well, well, you can. Yeah. People do, and they have. Um, um, you know, alien weaponry. You look. You look at bands like that. The New Zealand band. Mm-hmm. They've, mm-hmm. they've um, taken off over in the UK. Yeah. Can, Devil's Skin did exactly the same. Countless mm-hmm. other examples. Yeah. yeah it's, she had they yeah. went to America and mm. started up. Absolutely. It's, you can. You can do it. Oh, of course you can. Yeah, more. that's right. Yeah. Even a small niche in the music market now is still massive. So oh, I think you know. Imagine. So focusing on. Uh, appealing to a massive audience uh, is probably not wise because a small audience in the music industry around the world is still is still massive. Because mm, um, so, everything's international now. So, you, you know, you, it is. You I get know. something on Spotify; it's it's everywhere. You know, one of yeah. the bands we're playing with, Dan Wellington, uh, Pen Caro. Um, I was speaking to them about albums. I think they're about to release their. I better not say it, but or actually, I don't know, but I think they're working mm. on something. But their first album. Um, they sold significantly more in Germany than uh, anywhere else in the world. It's amazing, so isn't it? weren't expecting it, and the Germans just loved it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's funny how it goes. But I think that's where your marketing comes in and making sure that it's, it's got the exposure that... Um, yes, indeed. Okay, now you're on stage, at the Paisley stage uh, this week, but if we want to get your music, when is the album coming? <laughs> um, bring as many people as you can to our... Um, shows, we'll be saving up all the ticket money and putting it towards the album. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, really. Absolutely. So uh, the, sooner, the sooner we've got the pennies, the, the quicker we can get in a, a studio. Uh, unfortunately, the, the type of music it is just needs to be produced well. Um, it, it just does, and that, that costs you know a lot of money. Um, but um, if we can get ourselves in the studio this year, I think we'd be we'd be over uh, over the moon. Yeah. yeah. Marvellous. Look, we're just about out of time, so uh, just to remind our listeners one more time, Richard, we want to come and see Grey's Road. How do we do that? Where is it? So you can come to the Paisley stage on the 17th of March, uh, 8 o'clock, doors open. Uh, that's in Napier. Uh, to see us, you can come the following night. Uh, it'll be the same lineup with uh, ourselves, Matt Kelly, Gunt, or Gunt, and Sidewinder. Uh, that'll be at the Common Room, same time, 8 o'clock. Um, and if you're in Wellington, uh, you can see us on the 22nd on the Wednesday at Meow. Uh, we're also joining the uh, Dead Fest Festival, um, which will be on the 25th of March in Palmerston North. Marvellous. James, Carl, Richard from Grays Road. It's been my pleasure to talk with you on Made in New Zealand. Wish you well on your gig on the weekend. and look forward to talking to you again in the very near future. Thank you very much for having Thanks us. Much. Cheers. Oh, yeah. 
This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.